Welcome to the Grace Family International Church Podcast Service. This message is by our senior pastor, Reverend Yinka Ojo. Be blessed as you listen. And this season we're in, you cannot afford to walk it alone. You've got to walk it with your partner, the Holy Spirit. The senior partner, I was telling you last Sunday morning, the word koinonia, the fellowship, the 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 apostle Paul by the spirit of God was ending. First Corinthians was talking about the fact that the, the love of the love of God, the, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of and the koinonia of the spirit must be with you. The koinonia, the koinonia, the word koinonia means partnership, friendship, fellowship, participation, contribution, interaction. He must be. It must be uh, uh, radically involved with everything you do. The involvement of the Holy Spirit be with you. This is a season that we must realize and recognize the Holy Spirit as our partner, our senior partner. As long as you don't let go of his hands, as we walk through the land, as we walk through this period, you will make it. In fact, this will be your best season. Hey, somebody seems to say better amen. Don't let everybody be claiming the blessings with amen and it, 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 and God is saying it shall be taught you according to your amen and he didn't hear any amen from your mouth so he gives your blessings to somebody else. I said during this season as you hold on to the hands of the Holy Spirit you will do better than the best test you've ever done in your entire life. Alright, alright. John 16, 7, Jesus said, Jesus is speaking, nevertheless I tell you the truth. In other words, I can, as if he can even lie. Can never lie. It, be the God who can never lie is telling you, I tell you the truth. So this is double, 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 double truth, raised to power infinity. I tell you the truth. It is expedient. If you have a paper Bible, underline that word expedient. It is expedient for you that I go away. He was about to leave just a few days before he was crucified and then he, he went, the, he was raised from the dead and he ascended just a few days. This was rounding up summons and he said, it's expedient unto you that I go away. When he said that, I'm sure they all fell bad. They couldn't understand yet. For if I go not away, the comforter, the paraclete, the Greek word there is the word paraclete, the paracletos, the paraclete, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, that is when the third person of the Trinity, we will send him. I will send him unto you. And he has already gone. He is at the right hand of the Father in heaven. So the Holy Spirit has come and he has come to stay. And he's going to stay he made a big decision. The Holy Ghost made a big decision to leave heaven and come to the face of the earth on t- from the day of Pentecost until the day of the rapture. That's when he's leaving with the church. The church will be taken out of this world and then calamity will hit this world. Problems will hit like never before. When we look at Nigeria, we see that God's hand has been holding so many things off bay. When, when we are gone, the church is gone. After the rapture, then people that are left behind because they refuse to accept Christ as Lord or they are backsliding, they were not working properly and living right, upright and holy before God left behind, that's when they will see problems. Because the one who has been making sure that Satan does not manifest full-blown, he's now gone. The Holy Ghost is gone. We are the salt of the earth. By that time, there will be no salt to preserve the earth. Praise God. But right now, that time is still in the future. Right now, the Holy Ghost is here. And Jesus said something about him. He said, I tell you, it is expedient. It is expedient means it is better. You are better off that I leave. You are better off. Touch yourself and say, I'm better off. I want to share with us on 10 reasons why it is better to have the Holy Spirit. Ten reasons. When Jesus Christ said it is expedient, that means it is better. It is advantageous. Ten reasons that put you why you are at an advantage because now you have the Holy Spirit. Ten reasons why it's better to have the Holy Spirit. Life is better to have the Holy Spirit. You are a better human being because you have the Holy Spirit. I want to deal with ten reasons so that you can appreciate the Holy Spirit more. When you wake up in the morning, wherever, wherever 12.01 meets you, the first person you should talk to for that new day should be the Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I am better off because of you. I thought I'll get a good amen, somebody. And as we begin to practice that, you'll see your life getting better and better and better and better. So, let's look at this. Let's see whether we can do like two or three or four here. Number one, write this down. Number one, ten reasons why it's better 
More experience. It's better. Jesus said, it is better for you that I go away. Ten reasons why it is better to have the Holy Spirit. Number one, we couldn't be saved without him. Write these statements in capital letters. Number one, we couldn't be saved without him. Salvation cannot happen without the Holy Spirit. Salvation means you are not going to hell. You are going to heaven. Hell is a real place. Heaven is a real place. There are people in hell today. There are people that you know who have died and they are in hell today. Jesus preached a lot. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, incidentally, Jesus even mentioned hell more than he mentioned heaven because he needed to warn people. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but they are on their way to hell. So he needed to talk about hell and warn people and tell them it's a place of torment and pain like you've never, never imagined. And Jesus should know he created the place. For who? For Satan and the fallen angels. When they rebelled at first in heaven, Jesus said it in the word of God. He said hell was created for Satan and the angels that rebelled in heaven. But when mankind, starting from Adam and Eve, began to follow the devil by disobeying God, then in addition, human beings that follow Satan will also end up where? Where Satan and the demons and the fallen spirits that rebelled in heaven have been, have been destined to spend eternity. And the devil, mystery loves company. The devil doesn't want to stay there alone. And so the devil says, ah, I know we are going there. We, see, Satan, Satan cannot, Satan cannot get pardoned. I've had one or two people say that. What happens if the devil gets, what if he repents? No, 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 no. They don't. Angels don't get to have a second chance. But we do. Adam and Eve are higher than angels. Human beings are higher than angels. The Bible says that we will judge angels. Because angels are not in the image and likeness of God, but humans are in the image and likeness of God. Angels are not sons and daughters of God, but humans, we are sons and daughters of God if we repent of our sins. So we're on a higher level. And so God made a plan of redemption for us because we are his children. There's no plan of redemption for angels that blew it. They only have one chance. They blow it. The judgment is set. But look at us. Even God had to come down himself to make sure that we stop going to hell. Human beings stop going to hell. That's why Jesus came down and then he paid with his blood. He paid the ultimate price. He paid with his life. After carrying the sin of humanity on himself, he suffered three days and three nights in the region of the damned. And when the claim of, of, of God's justice was met, God sent the Holy Spirit to raise Jesus from the dead. And now we are told, anybody that comes to Christ to repent of their sins will get saved. But John chapter 16 verse 8, everybody. John 16, 8. Just go, just go down one verse after that. The Bible says, when it, it's better for you that the Holy Ghost comes, the Comforter comes. Verse 8 says, and when the Holy Ghost is come, he will do three things. He will reprove or convict the world. Of sin. When he says the world is talking about. The Bible says the world is talking about people who are sinners, people who are not saved, people who are not born again. The Holy Ghost, his number one job is to convince them of sin, to tell them you are going to hell. It's the job of the Holy Spirit. He, he makes them sorrowful. The Bible says godly sorrow. That's why some sinners don't want to talk anybody around them about Christ and, and living the righteous life because they feel that, 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 that your righteous life, that's why we must live upright, righteous, and holy around people because the Holy Ghost takes our lifestyle of uprightness and righteousness and uses it to convince and convict sinners that look, your life you can be like this. You can please God. You can abandon on the life of sin and wretchedness. That's the job of the Spirit. He convicts the world, that's he's talking about sinners, of, of what? He convicts them of sin. That they are living in sin. That's why usually when a person is sincere, anytime they steal somebody else's thing or money, they feel bad. 
bad. Anytime they commit fornication, they feel bad. Anytime they, they, they lie and cheat, they feel bad. Even that's the lie, that's a machine called the lie detector. The lie detector, what it does is that they want to, if they want to know if you want to know if a person is speaking the truth or not, they attach it to their hands and then the machine, if the person, if they ask the person, what is your name? And I say, my name is Jeremiah Ologbenla. The scale, the needle will just go red. <laughs> Lie. They ask again, what is your name? My name is Adeyinka Adeola Ojo. It will just go blue. That's the truth. Why? Because even your nerves and your cells send a signal of rebellion when you lie. All your cells say, no, this is not the way our creator made us. So science has even proved that. So, 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 the sin in the world and the, the Holy Ghost reinforces it to the world to make sure that they get saved, to convict them of sin, of, of what else? Of righteousness, that you can live a righteous life. Righteousness is possible. But did no be wood. Everybody in us now. No, we are saints. We are saints. Yeah, but you know be wood. But we put we can put our bodies under. I was saying I was sharing it to the singles on, on, on Monday, October 1. When we're having it. And I said that I got saved at 16. I got married at 25. I got married as a virgin. Not because I don't have eyes, not because I don't have feelings. Oh, if you touch my if you put pin or cut me with blade, red blood will come out. But greater is he that's in us than fornication in the world. And when I said that, it convicted many of them of righteousness, that you can live right. The Holy Ghost wants us as Christians to live right so that he can let people know it is possible to be married to only one woman for decades and decades and decades and decades and decades until you go from this place, this earth. We are not shopping and window shopping for another husband or for another wife. We are convicted by us. The Holy Ghost wants to convict the world of righteousness. And it gives them that. And then what else? Finally, if they refuse to give their lives to Christ, they refuse to be encouraged that a righteous life is possible. And then it begins to tell them there is judgment. This world will not forever continue like this. One day, one day, the end will come. Everything that has a beginning must have an end. It's only in heaven and eternity that there's no beginning and there's no ending. But in this world, whatever has a beginning will have an end. And so at the end, there's going to be judgment. At the end, uh, God will set for this throne. He will sit on the white throne. And all the human beings that are sinners that are alive and all those who are sinners that have been in hell will be summoned and they will be judged. We that are saved will not be in that, will not be in that place. We will not be in that event. We will be in the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then what, but we will go through what is called the judgment seat of Christ. That one too is not for punishment. But the only thing is that difference will be made. Those of us who serve God very well will be rewarded. Those that refuse to serve God so well, but they still made heaven, will be clapping as some of us keep on collecting. You know, price giving day. You know, price giving day. As I'm talking now, many of you are adults, you never collected one single prize. Primary school, six years, no prize. But you always were there to clap. Secondary or GSSO, no prize. CSSO, no prize. Oh. University, oh, I no prize. Oh. Now, now, don't now get to heaven, no prize again. Look at your neighbor and say, ah, ah. At least that is one place you will get your prize. By the, say amen, children of God. That's one place. By God's grace, your prize is waiting for you. Live right. Don't get discouraged about walking in line with the word of God. There are prizes waiting for us. Be motivated by that. But there's a judgment. So that one is the judgment of Christ. It's a prize-giving day for those that qualify. And those that don't qualify, you'll still be in heaven. But there are levels in heaven. There's a, a kind of aristocracy in heaven. Yeah. So you will have, there are mansions and there are mansions. There are crowns and there are crowns. And there, but all of us, even, even the lowest person in heaven will be, saying, will be singing, okwe, okwe, ah, at least I made it. I may, I may not have any crime. At least it's better than hell. But me, I'm, I don't want that. No, 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 no. I don't even I don't want to be in that category. I know I'm going to heaven, but I don't want to be in that. I say, oh, well, at least uh, I made a shabbat. No, 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 no. I don't just want to make it. I want to help millions of people to make it. So if millions of people make it through my life, my mansion cannot be looking like a boy's quarter. Because there are some days I want to, to, to throw a party for all the people that knew Christ through me on earth. 
Amen. Judgment. So we're working. Think about eternity whenever you look at it. Whenever you're making a decision, always factor eternity into your decisions. Always think about eternity. What if the trumpet blows now? What if the trumpet blows catching me doing this thing now? How, 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 what if? You say, when the trumpet can't blow, are you God? Don't say that. Don't say the trumpet can't blow. Huh? As you are going to roll that Oshogbo weed. What if the rapture, the trumpet blows and you have weed in your hand? Do you think, do you think there's a dustbin in heaven for India? No. You are caught red-handed. Smoke, rolling. What, what will you say to your maker? Praise God. Have the fear of God in your life. Never lose. You can, you can lose your phone. You can lose your money. You can lose... But try, struggle, never to lose the fear of God. Don't just you are nothing, nothing. Nothing. Hey, something, something. Hey. So, judgment. And that's what the Holy Ghost does. So we can't be saved. Conviction is like soberness. For a drunk person. Can you imagine? There was a day, I, I think we just got into Lagos in the 90s. One morning, we're part of the Todd Milan Bridge, but this one is you've entered into Lagos. Uh, you're about to get into enter Lagos Island. It was a Sunday morning. A part of the bridge had broken and had shifted. <sighs> and the, early in the morning, and the person, it was just God's mercy, it was a Sunday morning. And the person that got their first saw it, I said, ah, cars can get in here and start dropping. Or if they, they can't get in and their tire enters like this, can open more and more people will go into their death. So he tried to block the road and he tried to call police. And then, then they cut down off the road and diverted people. I think about that story. What, as the man, before the police came to cut on the road, I'm sure what he was doing was waving and saying, stop, stop, there's a bridge broken down there. Stop, stop. And everybody who is okay and saying, we're just stopping and packing. What's going on? He said, oh, that bridge. If anybody goes in there, they will die. There's a broken, it's, it's bad. I think there's help coming. And people were coming and some were turning back and turning back and packing and turning back. Now think about it. What if a man is on Colos, Colorado. What if he's on? Which, which other one again? Banner. What if he's on loud? He has just blown some. What if he has eaten those, those cakes that they cook with Indian hemp? What if he has taken those things? If anybody is doing like this to them, do you think he will see the person? If you are doing like this, you just think they are hailing him. Say, no, you're on 120. Take it to 200 on the car. And because they are under an influence, they will run straight headlong into their certain death. That is how unbelievers are in this world. They are under an influence. They are under the influence. It's more than a drug. They are under the influence of Satan. How can you a musician? Because you think you have a, some followers and etc., God just come and say, what, 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 his, his dream, his dream is to have sex with a mother and a daughter together. Yes. I remember coming up on this stage and saying that you, your, your brain cannot be okay and call yourself a Malian. Some people are looking at me and see. I know what I'm talking about. I know the demons inside these guys. Full of demons, possessed, and, and so so they make people listen to their music, etc. And they run, and there's a hell, there's a broken bridge in front of every unbeliever. And God has called us to warn them and warn them. And so, and that's what the Holy Ghost tries to do to the sinners, He tries to bring them to sober times. 
when they can reflect. That's why we're evangelizing. That's why every weekend we have divided us into groups and teams. That's why towards the end of this service, we're going to be doing another exercise to help us to reach people, to flag them down and bring. You must bring people for this convention because it is basically evangelistic. We are winning souls. We are going to be throwing out the net to draw in fishes for the Lord. Throwing out the net to bring in souls that are on their way to eternal destruction. That bridge that is broken, they will not get there before they slow down and they turn back. You must do that. You must bother people. I want you. You are going to write down people's names. You are going to worry them. You are going to bother them. You are going to do, do harass them until they come. And for eternity to eternity, they will be thankful. They will say, thank God you, are, you harassed me. Thank God you, 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 you did not, you were not just laid back about me. Thank God you threatened me. You troubled me. And you dragged me kicking and screaming to my salvation. You pulled me sticking and screaming away from certain destruction. Anybody in this house, say loud amen if you are still with me, somebody. So, this is one of the jobs that the Holy Ghost does. And he does it through us. He does it to help. Conviction is like soberness for a drunk person so that they will not destroy, they will not be self-destroyed. This world is heading on a net break speed to a broken bridge where they will drop into certain death. But the conviction of the Holy Spirit can slow them down. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4 says, talks about when people are saved, it says that, that, that people who are enlightened and then they've tasted of the gift of God. So to be enlightened, for it is impossible, those who are once enlightened, once enlightened means they've received the conviction of the Holy Spirit, then tasted of the gift, heavenly gift means that they've now surrendered and said the sinner's prayer and given their lives to Christ. So, so the conviction of the Holy Ghost is like enlightenment. Uh, you see, people are always saying, I'm woke, I'm woke. That means I'm away, I'm, I'm, I'm developed, I'm woke, I'm woke. I don't mind if a man marries a man, I'm woke. I don't mind if a girl marries a girl. I'm woke. I'm woke. No, uh, no, 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 no. You're blind. You're blind. You're blind. You need to be enlightened. This world, people in the world, they lie in darkness. Darkness. I've seen people use even Bible to justify why they smoke in their name. I asked one guy one day, why? He said, ah, you're a pastor. He said, you're a pastor. He said, but the Bible says, God gave the herbs. Give the herbs as he's mentioned that I can see the demon twisting his mouth. Herbs for man to use. Darkness, deception. I've seen people use the Bible to justify why they have two wives. After all, Abraham. Is your name Abraham? I mean, Abraham that started the Jewish race. How you doing? Isaac, Jacob, Solomon, David. See, all those people you mention their names. Every time you mention their names, in heaven, they frown. That's not what they want to be known for anymore. You are mentioning the mistakes of their lives. If you meet, if God allows you to meet Solomon today, or God in the sovereignty sends Solomon to your house to talk to you, and you mention to him that, I'm trying to follow you. You are them 300... 300 wives, 700 girlfriends, side chicks. Me, I only have three wives and seven side chicks. Solomon will look at you and say, stop that! Stop that! Never! Should you mention that with my name again? That is our failure. That's our failure. And we didn't have what you had. We were in an old covenant. We were not saved. We were not God indwelt. Stop saying that! Use Adam as your standard. In the beginning, it was not so. Praise God. Anyway, let's leave that now. Amen. So, the Holy Ghost, John chapter 3. Ooh, let me, maybe I'll just take one or two more. John chapter 3. I want to use these scriptures and talk as the Spirit of God is just putting it in my spirit that people need to hear this. John chapter 3. What, what's number one? Ten reasons why it's better to have the Holy Spirit. What's number one reason? We couldn't be saved without the Holy Spirit. Nobody could be saved. Even in the Old Testament, they were not saved. Because the Holy Ghost had not come. The Bible says Jesus Christ was talking to um, 
Nicodemus, the rabbi, the, the rabbi, the big Jewish man. And the man was saying, and Jesus was saying, except a man be born again. Chapter 3, verse 3. Sometimes when we say, you need to be born again. Some people think it is just a few new, new, new churches and new born again people. This is that lingo. This is that. No, 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 no. Jesus used that phrase first. When we say, you must be born again, we are repeating the words of Jesus. Verbatim, word for word. So Jesus said it here. Verily I say unto you, verily I say unto you, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't be a part of the kingdom of God. God has no dealings with you and there are no intermediary parts. There are no gray areas. You are either in the black or in the white. So that means that you are going to see hellfire if you are not born again. Nicodemus was shocked. He couldn't even understand that spiritually. That's why the Holy Ghost comes to help, to clarify things up. I'll get to that later. How can a man be born again when he's whole? Can he enter into the second time into the mother's womb and be born? That's how canal, non-spiritual people speak. Even though he has been reading the Bible and preaching the Bible. And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water, Water there means the word of God. Washing of water by the word of God. And of the spirit of God, capital S, spirit, of the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter into the word of God. So, into the kingdom of God. So, a person hears the word. That's why we should go and preach. And then the Holy Ghost goes and takes that word we are speaking to them and he enters into them and he recreates their life by the word of God that washes them clean and the spirit of God that recreates them. Amen. And then, and then, that which is born of the flesh, verse 6 says, is flesh. You must be born twice or else you will not enter heaven. First time, you have already experienced that. Your father and your mother, your mother gave back to you. She went to the labor ward. She pushed you out. And now here you are. But you must be born a second time. The first birth is a birth of your flesh. The second one is a birth of the nature of man that is real, 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 real. I'm saying this because there are people watching on TV right now that this is getting to them for the first time. You might even be religious. You may not even know what this is all about. But man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. When, if you are dead, you are dead spiritually. So, so the real you is the one that God wants to recreate. The real you is invincible. The real you is a spirit being. Alright? And then, and and then so, so, so the first birth is a birth of the flesh. But he that, he which is born of the Holy Spirit is the human spirit. So you see that big S, small S. Small S means your human spirit. Big S means the Holy Spirit. For your human spirit to be recreated, it takes the Holy Spirit to recreate your spirit. And then when your spirit is recreated, that's when you get born. The second time, born and new, born again. And then your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And then the angels start preparing your, your mansion in heaven. And this is all because of the Holy Spirit. Everybody say after me, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Number two, why? Ten reasons why it's better to have the Holy Spirit. Number two, he helps us to perceive and receive things spiritually. He helps us to perceive things and receive things spiritually. I dealt with a lot of that during the last month when I was talking about how to be led of God, how to hear the voice of God, how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will bring promptings to you like a hunch. When you are now saved and you begin to tell the Holy Spirit, please direct me. When I wake up in the morning, I tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit one of my prayers always is, Holy Spirit, please direct me today. Please, always get my attention. Even when I'm not paying attention, don't mind me. Get it any way you can. I give you the full permission. There are some fathers and parents like that. They say, when I'm talking, don't disturb me. Mommy, when mommy is talking, mommy is talking, don't disturb me. And the food is burning in the kitchen. You better give the children some leeway and say, accept something like that. When I'm on the phone, don't disturb me. I tell the Holy Ghost, don't mind, even if I'm not paying attention, but it is important, get my attention, please. I give you the full control. Always pray like that. Amen. And he will let you know things. He will direct you away. Somebody was showing me and telling me that in Abuja now, there's a lot of um, um, one chance. People are entering into cars and buses and people are having uh, money ripped off and a lot of things happening and all of that and all of that and all of that. But do you know what? Once you pray that kind of prayer, do you know the Holy Ghost will let you know things in advance? Oh yeah. He will let you know. You want to step into like, ah, 
I don't know why. Yeah. Then people say, are you not going there? I said, I don't even know. No, no, no. And people will go in and the phone one and will do what they want to do and you have escaped. Every crime. The Bible says, Romans chapter 8, verse 13, and then you go down to verse 14, verse 15, verse 16, that the, the, anyone that is born of God, we can hear the spirit of the living God. The Bible says that, that the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. Many of us are too busy. That's our problem. Oh, they wait until I see a vision, until I hear prophecy. No, 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 no. He is speaking to you hundred, hundred percent per se, per se. He is leading you continually by your witness on your spirit, man. Please go back to all the last five teachings I did uh, on these lines. I don't want to go through it again. But God, but he, John sixteen three thirteen. Jesus Christ said about the Holy Spirit. John sixteen thirteen. Then I can move on to something else. John sixteen thirteen. You know so many things. You know, but I, is it, my son, that was on Thursday evening. My son, we were in the sitting room uh, in the evening, we were watching TV, and then she said, and then she mentioned, her, ah, when did you hear from this person last? This person lives in the U.S. As soon as she said, when did you, she said, when did you hear from this person last? My phone just rang. Ah! It was a U.S. number. It was the guy. I just laughed and I said, you know what just happened? Uh, this person has known us for decades. He said, Pastor Diola, as soon as she said, told me, when did you hear from this person last? Your phone just rang. So the guy smiled and said, he's sure that was when he started dialing us. Pastor Diola's spirit just picked it up. That should be normal for Christians. Your spirit man, by the Holy Spirit in you, knows a million and one more things than your head. But we always carry everything with our head all the time. It must be logical. It must make sense. Before I, you know, no, 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 no. Let believe more in the Holy Ghost dwelling on your inside. Sometimes your peace has gone. And that's him telling you, no, no. Sometimes you're just thinking, a decision is about to be made as you pray. That's why I pray in tongues also regularly. And always check down here. What is going on down here? Jesus Christ said, John chapter 16, verse 13. How be it when he, the Holy Spirit of truth, is come. Notice, Jesus did not call him it, it, it. He said, it. Some, some people would say, something just, something just told me. No, 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 no. Change it to someone. Someone just told me I should be in church this morning. Someone just told me I should give this IV card to you. Someone just told me that I should go to this office today. And when you got there, they just gave you an employment. Someone, Holy Ghost. But when it's the devil telling us to do something wrong, we don't say something just, we say, the devil, the devil is telling me to slap you. I won't slap you. The devil, you know, the, so you can always, when, the de- when it is the devil's voice, you always label it as the devil. But when it is God's voice, you are saying, it. No. No, he, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will do what? Guide you into all truth. For he, the Holy Spirit, shall not speak of himself. So he speaks all the time. But whatsoever he shall hear from the courts of heaven, he will relate to you. That shall he speak. And then finally, Jesus said in the last line, he said, and he will do what else? In addition to speaking, he will do what else? He will show you what? He will show you what? He will show you what? Every Christian can know the future. From time to time, you can know what the future. You don't need a woolly. You don't need a prophet. You don't need one spiritual man or one, one cave, in one cave or in one forest or in one hill. You, you know. If you spend time with the Holy Spirit, you will know things to come. The people that have died, my parents, all of them, before they died, I knew three years before. One of them, I had to bargain with God that God should elongate his life the more. And that one was my father. My father was the most, was more on spiritual love. You know, like many men, too much brain. You know, he, just, he, got, he got really serious with his God when he was getting into like 62, 63. And he died at 65. Of course, that wasn't the time he should have died. But he could have died in his 50s. I just knew. By the Holy Spirit. And I had to go and bargain with God and say, God, God, give him a few more years. I want to help him a bit more. I want to talk to him more about Christ. Help him to grow a little bit more before he goes. And God said, okay, how long do you want me to give? And I said, like, two years. God said, okay, after two years, any time after that, get, just know that we tried. You can know things. Things should not just be happening to you, especially bad things. 
accidentally. You should know and pray it off. We can. We can. And, and thank God, that's the job of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can give you intuitions. There's a Noah. Touch your belly and say, there's a Noah. I can know things. There is a Noah, Noah, Noah. There's an equipment that helps you to know a Noah within. Say, I have a Noah within me. Amen. He will give you intuitions. He will give you hunch. He will give you perceptions. He will give you instinct. He will give you a gut feeling about things. Some things, you just, when they tell you, just, this just doesn't sit so well with me. That's the Holy Ghost speaking to you. Romans 6, verses 14 and 16. I already quoted it. He that is born of God, anybody that's a son of God can be led by the Spirit of God and the Spirit bears God's witness. Number three, and I want to close. Number three. Let me close with number three. Let me close with number three. Number three. What's the title of my message? Ten. Why? I can't hear you. One more time. What's my message? Ten reasons why it is better to have the Holy Spirit. Number three. He makes us bold, fearless, and courageous. He makes us bold, fearless, and courageous. I remember when I began to preach and I'll stand on this pulpit and I'll preach and then some of my relatives, my brother was in the first service, my other brother, and then my mother, and then the first time my father heard me, all of every time, the first time they all heard me preach, they shook their head and said, this is not the Yinka we give back to. And they are right in a way. This is the Yinka that the Holy Ghost gave birth to. Because until I got born again, until I got spirit filled, I I if a crowd is more than two people, I'm running away. Ah, ah, I have run. Not that I'm running away, I have disappeared. But look at me now, I can look at your eyes. Some of you, and your eyes are not easy to look at. Especially when I'm preaching some sermons and some things some of you don't like. If looks could kill. But there's only ghost boldness that's come in me. When your eye is frowning the most, you are the one I even look at the longest. So, uh -huh. Talk. Yeah. Stare. Scowl. Let's see who. I was never like this until I was 16. I got born again and I got spirit filled. Oh, not just when I got born again. It was after I got spirit filled. As I yielded to the Lord. Boldness. Fearlessness. Courage. Some people say, I can never talk to anybody. But your destiny involves you talking to people about Christ. So you're going to lose a lot of eternal rewards because you allow intimidation. And that's why the Holy Ghost comes into our lives. To make us bold. To make us strong. To make us courageous. Look at Peter. Peter was very timid, you know, all the while. Peter was always there. When Jesus, three, three and a half years, Jesus would be going with them. When they were talking, when, when Jesus asked him a question, he would be the first one to talk. Even when they didn't ask him questions, he would be the one to ask questions. He would be the one to ask Look, there are some people like that who are always talking. It's, it's Bobo. Bobo means, what's that in proper English? It's a facade. It's a facade. They don't really mean it. When the, but when the rubber meets the road, all their mouth disappeared. When they came and arrested his boss, his boss that raised the dead, his boss, miracle working boss. But because it was God's time, Jesus knew. So he didn't want, he didn't dispute the power. Peter could not believe it. Peter ran away and dodged because everybody ran away. But then Peter decided to monitor what's going on. I'm sure my boss will just two things, wave his hand, and ah, he would bail himself. And he saw, and then one small girl came to meet him and said, you sound like them, you are one of them. You are one. I'm not, I'm not. Why did he lie? He was afraid. Courage had disappeared from his life. Second time. Third time. Not only did he lie, he began to swear. Hey! Terrible things that fear and intimidation can make you do. He began to swear. They thought time. And then the cock crowed. And Jesus and his eyes. I told you. You're always too fast to talk. I'll be with you. I'll die with you. He denied me three times, like I said. But it's okay. Oh, he was heartbroken. But then the events took place. Jesus was crucified. Jesus rose from the dead. And then Jesus came and appeared to all of them. And he said, receive the Holy Spirit. And then he said, go and tarry in Jerusalem. And he was there in the upper room. 
And on that day on the upper room, Acts chapter 2, this was now 40, 40 days after Jesus resurrected. That came the sound from heaven as we rushed in mighty wind, filled all the house where they were sitting. And they appeared unto each of them, clothing tongues of fire. 120 of them, 120 believers. And they all were filled with the Spirit. They were all filled with the Spirit. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Acts chapter 2, verses 1, 2, 3, and 4. Peter! And everybody was wondering, what's going on here? What's going on? And all the people that I got that for a worldwide conference in Jerusalem were wondering, what's going on here? What's going on? They were hearing them speak in their languages and, they, and nobody knew what was going on. And then all the Jews and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all the people, part of them that killed Jesus and go, were all there. And, and then the person that stepped up was who? The man who was running away a few days ago. The man who was scared to identify with Christ a few days ago. The man who was even cursing and swearing. He was the one that stepped up and he preached fearlessly and he confronted the Jews. The Jews that killed Jesus, they could grab him and go and kill him too. He confronted and said, you have killed the Messiah. You have and he, what had changed? Holy Ghost has come. Boldness has come. Fearlessness has come. Courage has come. There are many of you here, you need this new boldness in your life. You need this courage in your life. You need fearlessness. Some of you, you don't even, you cannot even stand for Christ and wear a Christian t-shirt. You are intimate. You need the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost will make you wear. So I saw somebody one day come into church and he had his Bible, but he put it inside newspaper. And I said, oh, remove the newspaper. He said, well, I didn't want them to know I was going to church. Ah, you need the Holy Ghost. What you need is the Holy Ghost. You have a social media platform and we never see anything about Jesus on your Instagram. We never see anything about Jesus on your, on your Facebook. We never see anything about Jesus in anything you present to the world. You need the Holy Ghost. You are still like Peter, running away, hiding. Everybody, no, people are not hiding again now. Everybody is coming out of the closet. Even those who shamelessly carrying baby mama, carrying side chick, shamelessly, they are coming out. People have even told me one time, say, ah, okay, yeah, yeah, I know this one is not really safe. Bro. Told me, ah, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I mean, my wife is fighting me, and all I did was I went to my baby mama's house. <sighs> he said it so matter of factly. I was shocked. These were things that, in times, people will hide. Who even knew, when I was growing up, who even knew, did, the time baby mama didn't exist. He told me, said, all I did, I don't know why she's unhappy. All I did was, I, I just went to check my baby mama. Excuse you. And he knew I was a pastor. And he said it straight to me like that. That's a pastor. No, that's it. Everybody has baby mama. No, 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 no. The whole world is not crazy. Ha. Somebody was saying that, that he's cutting off his Netflix subscription. That every movie, I don't have a Netflix subscription. Because me, the only movies I watch, I don't, the more I got spiritual, the less of movies I watch. And the ones I watch now are those ones for 13 years old and below. I want to go to heaven. And those are the only ones I can manage. They say, oh, that's for children. I'm a children. I'm a children of God. I'm a child of God. Praise the Lord. So this person was complaining and said, what's wrong with Netflix? All this ne I'm going to stop my subscription. There's no film on Netflix that they do not put homosexual lifestyle. It's not even adultery anymore now. Everybody's, what I'm saying, everybody's becoming bold. Everybody in darkness, they are coming out of the closet and say, do anything you want to do about it. We believe in this evil. We believe in this. Nigeria is even okay. In, 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 in Ireland, we have a church in Ireland. In Ireland, one year we went there to preach and I saw in the newspaper, a woman has just married a tree. And she wore white. And she stood beside a tree. Another one has just married her cat. Ologo, meow, cat. And that, that, is a, that, is a, that is a fetish. That is a lifestyle. And they are now looking for validation. So when you give validation to men who want to marry men, women who want to marry men, then all the men who want to marry cats 
and women who want to marry goats, they will also want to be identified. And then all the uh, men who want to marry trees. And where will it end? But what is shocking me is how bold. People are now bold in sin. But we come to the church. We see those who are claimed, who claim to be righteous. They are in hiding. Come out, my friend. Come out and be bold. I'm born again, spirit-filled, liking it. Deal with it. No apologies. I'm going to heaven. You are going to hell. Deal with it. No apologies. And you better get saved before you get home. Why are we so scared? We lack the Holy Ghost. We are deficient. We are bankrupt of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came upon Peter and he was no more timid. And the Holy Ghost made a difference in his life. Proverbs 28.1 says that the, the, the sinner runs away when, when nobody's pursuing but the righteous. The born again. We are as bold as lions. Jesus is the one called the lion of the tribe of Judah. And lion no be born monkey. Lion doesn't give birth to goat. Lion gives birth to lions. We are all lions. The Bible says that lion, one of the wonderful things that God has done is the lion who walks about in the jungle and turns away does not turn back or turn away or leave the road for any creature. It's not because it is the biggest in the jungle, really. Animals like elephants are bigger, but no. It is a heart. The heart of the lion. It sees itself. It may not be the biggest in the jungle, but it knows it's still the king of the jungle. You are a king. Don't you understand? He has made us kings and priests. We are a king. Stop behaving like a, like a slave. We are kings. And there are some things kings don't do. Kings don't take alcohol. Yes, go and clear out all the alcohol in your life. Kings don't take alcohol. Read the Bible. Kings don't multiply wives. That's what God told you Israel. You don't have more than one. And don't multiply husbands too. We have to say that because that's what is coming now. There's even a name for it. The day they told me, I said, I know polygamy. They said, ah, there's polyandry. Which one be that one? One man is marrying more than one husband. It's what men cost. Now men are going to be paid in their own coin. Say, so, well, if the man, man can marry more than one woman, if he can love them all the same, how can you love, how can you love anybody the same? If you love them all the same and you can afford them, you can finance them. So, that's okay. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. So the woman too, say, a woman can marry more than one husband if she can love them equally. And yes, you cannot prove she's not loving them equally. And she can take care of them. Do you know that, do you know there's some, even in this our city, do you know there's some ladies that can take care of 10 men they are wealthy, and they are not married. They can marry, okay, let's say they can marry five men. Let's reduce it. Then they can, and they can build a big mansion in VGC, Urban Island. Ma- big mansion with six rooms. And on the doors, number one, husband one, that's your room. Husband two, that's your room. Husband three, that's your room. Husband four, that's your room. Husband five, that's your room. Husband six, that's your room. And then the seventh one is Madame's, you know, like you call it Ogaz bedroom, Madame's bedroom. And she tells them, Husband one, on Monday, see me in the other room. Husband number two, Tuesday is your day. Look at the way, look at the way you're looking. See, Pastor, what kind of drama is this? And she will tell you, But I'm taking care of all of them. I give them three million every month. And I love them equally. Ah. So if you don't want women to do it, men, stop doing it. That's it. That's the point. God hates unequal balance. And that's one of the problems of Africa. It's like it is a sin to be a woman. Men can get away with blue murder once you are male. 
I even see some male children standing up to their mothers and saying, I am the one who owns everything in this house. When daddy is... If you had done that in the Old Testament, the punishment for being rude to your parents, any of your parents in the Old Testament, is public death. You must be killed publicly. The parents must bring you to the Times Square and say, this child of mine is disrespectful to me, is disrespectful to his mother. And God says, all the Jews should bring stones and put and kill him there. Of course, we're in the New Testament. Love has taken over. But... It still tells you how God values honoring parents. So don't just say, because I'm a boy, I can talk anyhow to your mother. Look, anybody talks anyhow to their mother? Report to the father. If the father doesn't do any, bring the boy to me. I'll tell the boy, you will not go to hell on my watch. I won't tell you. will tell you what I'll do. Praise God. But, 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 be bold. We are kings. Amen. Matthew eleven twelve. we are kings. The Bible says that, that, that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it back. There's so many things that in your life you are still praying about. God has answered seven years ago. The problem why you are not enjoying it is because you are not bold. There are some things you should not be praying about anymore. You should just stare up and gather the courage and boldness to step into your possession. You snatch it if it belongs to you. Praise the Lord. And the people of God, after being persecuted, Acts chapter 4, verse 29 and 31, after they were being persecuted and they were released to go and pray, you think, what would they pray about? Should they pray about? You would have thought they would pray and say, Father, God, kill my enemies. God, kill all these enemies. God, let them appear and die between Oshu, their Papa Expressway. God, let them kill. No, let them be mad. No, let, no, 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 that wasn't their prayer. They said, Lord, grant unto us boldness. We are being persecuted. What we need is more boldness. And the Bible says the Holy Ghost came down and the Bible says they began to preach the word of God even with greater boldness. Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will make you bold. The Holy Ghost will make you fearless. Why is it that you cannot go to your village? You know all this, all this, all this joke. All these jokes about, oh, my village people, my village. Uh, it's not all of it that is funny. It's not only that it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, the people in southwest Nigeria, you people say that it is inside joke, you know the truth. All these jokes about, <laughs> no, no, people bringing that joke secretly in the back of their mind, they are afraid of certain people in their place of origin and they are running. That's why they are in cities. Child of God, you should not be like that. That's why I love the song. We strut like kings. Never forget. Anywhere, village, city, town, hamlet, anywhere. We are kings over the place. Why, why, are you, why, are you, why are you talking so much about your village people as if they are not human beings? As if you are not born to give back to your grandparents and, and give back to you. Your problem is fear. Get rid of the fear. Holy Ghost will help you. Rise up to your feet, everybody. If you're going to clap for the Lord, let's give the Lord a better clap than that. <laughs> Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands and ask the Spirit of God, touch me, come fill me with, the, with your spirit, with your person, in a new way. Lift your hands. Stand up, everybody. Stand up, everybody. Lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, I need your boldness. Holy Spirit, I need your courage. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, I need your boldness. I need your courage. I need your fearlessness in my life. How many people have you won to Christ this year? Maybe because you have not been bold to talk to people, to tell them, you've got to come to the house of the Lord with me. You've got to give your... Maybe you're not even identifying yourself properly like a child of God. Grant me boldness, Holy Spirit. You granted Peter boldness. He will help you to know things before they happen. To be led and guided. Tell the Holy Spirit, I want to, I want to start following your, your direction. Please help me to hear your voice and to obey. Salvation cannot take place without the Holy Ghost. Tell the Holy Spirit, convict the sinners around me and use me to speak to them. When I speak to them, let there be conviction. 
when I speak to them, let your conviction back it up. Oh, Rabbi. Everybody should be praying. Everybody should be praying. Everybody should be praying. Everybody should be praying. Spirit of the living God. Thank you for your work in this day, in this hour. Thank you for your work. Hallelujah. In this life, sir. Everybody in this place. We're going to pray for one another, but all heads bowed, all eyes closed. Everybody standing. Have you surrendered your life to Christ? Are you saved? Are you washed by the blood? You heard me talking about conviction. The Spirit of God is convicting you. Have you yielded to that conviction that you are a sinner? There's a hell to shun. There's a heaven to gain. When people die, that's not the end of life. That's the beginning of another kind of life. Either in torment, absolute torment and destruction and pain and agony which is hell, because they refuse Christ. Oh, absolute bliss and joy in a city made of gold where the people never grow old. And that is heaven. A reserve for those who repent from their sins and are washed by the blood of the Lamb. I want to help you to make heaven and not hell today. Jesus is walking up and down this place, knocking at the door of your heart. Why don't you open up to him? How do you open up to him? You just simply say a prayer of surrender. And I want to help you to say that prayer. At the age of 16, I gave my life to Christ saying the same prayer. And God has been faithful. Wherever you are, you want a new start. You want your name removed from the list of those that will perish in hellfire. You want your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You want to be washed by the blood. While all heads are bowed, all Christians are praying and all eyes are closed. If that is you, place your hand, one hand on your chest. Because it involves surrendering your heart to Christ. That's why. So wherever you are, let's do it together. If that is you, you want a new start, put your hand on your chest. If your hand is on that chest, please, please, no looking around. If your hand is on your chest, only the God of heaven can change your heart. I'm not saying catch religion. I'm not saying, all, no, no. I'm saying be born again. It's a birth. It's a new birth. Only the God of heaven, by spirit, can give birth to you. So if your one hand is on your chest, you have two hands. Lift up the second hand to heaven. Lift it up to heaven and wave it and keep it lifted up wherever you are. You are saying, God of heaven, you are the only one that can change my life. God bless you, the man in what color shirt. God bless you, the other man in white shirt. Wherever you are, Christians praying. Christians praying. We're doing this together. Your hand on your chest, the second hand lifted up. I see that my sister in red over here. Just watch my fingers. Pastors, ministers, deacons, just yeah. hallelujah. I see the gentleman in white over here. Over here. Over here. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Next time, those of you who are sharing the cards, you start from the front so that you can see what I'm seeing. You can see what I'm seeing. Instead of seeing their back, you're seeing the front. Anybody else? If they've given you a card, lift it up and wave it. If they've not given you a card, just lift up your empty hand still and lift it up. I want to be thorough with this. They've given you a card. They've not given you a card. Keep your hand lifted up. Keep your hand lifted up. God bless you. 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 Two people over there. Two people over there. God bless you. God bless you. Now, I want to pray for you where you are. I want to pray for you where there's a gentleman and you need a card. Amen. If you need a card, just wave it up. All right. Okay, please note the people that you give cards to. Uh, Brother Smith, note the people that you give cards to. Count how many cards. I think I can count like eight or so people. All right. Please, where you are standing, I don't want you to come to the front. I want you to just pray where you are. Say after me, all of you standing and lifting your hands. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I surrender my life to you. I'm sorry for my sinful life. Forgive me. Wash me by your blood. Make me your child. From this very day, live your life through me. Write my name in your book of life. Give me the grace to serve you all the days of my life. No turning back from now on. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless. Now, hold the hand of somebody. Everybody in the church, hold the hand of somebody. One, one person. Only one person. Hold their hand. We're going to pray for them and say, Spirit of God, fall on your people. Come on. Come on. Right now. As we are praying right now, 
start praying as I'm praying right now. I'm going to be praying. If you are sick in your body, put your second hand on the sick area in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now begin to pray for the person you are holding, especially if you are praying in other tongues. Pray for them to be filled with the Spirit. Pray for them to receive a touch of the Spirit. Pray for them to enjoy the benefits, a, a life that is better, that the Holy Ghost has come to grant. Uh, I come against sickness and disease. Uh, I command uh, the hand of God to touch you right now. There's somebody with back pain. I rebuke that pain in your lower back spine. I command the pain to come out. Spirit of infirmity, come out! I cast you out into worthless places never to return again. Affliction will not arise a second time. Receive that migraine headache. You are healed in Jesus' mighty name. You are healed. Blood-related diseases. Your blood cells. Something has to do with your blood cells. The Lord is showing me. He's touching you. He's healing you. He's correcting it now in the name of Jesus. Healthy blood cells. Healthy blood cells. A creative miracle. They may even find out that, oh, it's a different blood, blood group, blood label. That, 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 that the doctors are finding out now. Healthy, healthy, healthy. The Lord is touching blood-related issues. Uh, you are healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet in the name of Jesus. Receive that word. I send it to you in the name of Jesus. It will not return void. Uh, somebody, you are having problems at home. Relationship problems in your home, under your roof. Uh, oh, I rebuke those demonic spirit of strife and bitterness. Uh, I command those spirit of division. Be gone in Jesus' name. Let there be peace. Let there be harmony in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Father. I come against the spirit of fear. Fear of lack. Fear that you will not have enough money to spend. Fear that money will not be there for you to do what you should do. If you are obedient to the Lord, if you are a tighter, you have nothing to worry about. I come against that spirit of fear. Lose your grip over this one's minds and souls and let them go. In the name of Jesus, I command visitation of wealth this week. I command visitation of favor, wealth this week. I command doors to open that will bring wealth to you this week. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Please follow us on our social media handles. 